Good day, this is Terry Mardi. You're listening to Asian Music Digital. What is the date today? It's the 7th of January. Alright, so yesterday I announced that I will be doing a conductive study on how Facebook and Instagram um, and perhaps a couple of other social media platforms are changing the way music business is interacting with it. We saw earlier in 2017 that basically um, from the beginning of uh, 2017 the rights issues that were on Facebook were affecting loads of artists and I've got a few case studies of high-profile uh, interesting studies where lots of music have been taken down so if you're the kind of artist that's been doing cover versions just like to YouTube a few years ago where they were locking down on copyrights music recognition was kicking in if a song cover was being put up without permission from the original publisher the, the takedown notices were being given and initially they were there were some notices and warnings but then after a while they realized that critical mass was uh, sort of not being remedied so therefore they needed to act more quickly and one of the things that came out of that was in just just straight takedowns um, and copyright claims Facebook's doing the same thing and it has been for a while now um, and now this is affecting many artists who rely on Facebook to grow their music communities. But there are solutions and ways forward. Now, there are pros and cons to everything. And my study is looking at what the long-term effects will be. Now, the obvious, obvious thing to consider is that remembering the terms and conditions you signed up to when you signed up to any of those social media sites, whether it's Facebook or Instagram, you have agreed for, for certain terms and conditions, but how many of you actually read the terms and conditions? Really? Like, really? So, the reality is, you may want to go and revisit what you signed up for before you decide on um, long-term gains from a social media campaign. Now, that might not affect some of you. Some of you will probably say, well, I just want it a two-week campaign and I don't care if the video gets taken down despite it getting you know hundreds of thousands of views however for some artists that could be the platform that really drives their business maybe that's where you get your bookings from now if that's you you've got to start thinking about how else you can post content and how else you can uh, ensure that half your videos don't get taken down and this is really happening. So this is not um, a speculation. Um, I have, I am doing studies, and I have conducted studies where I have now got a list of hundreds, if not thousands, of people, and they're the ones that I could do in this sort of my minute amount of time that I have um, of trends and patterns to detect whether your account's going to get uh, shut down. Um, the other thing to consider is that your content can be used in various other ways with when using some platforms. So again, your terms and conditions that you um, signed up for, um, if you are published or signed, you've got to consider that if you are looking at your music not being, um, your copyright rights not being abused. So there's lots of information around that area in general. I didn't want to go into too much technical detail, but these are some sort of highlights of things that I am talking about. Now I'm thinking this anchor um, show that I'm doing here, um, it's great that I break down things into five minute segments and this format is evolving. I'd like to know from you guys what sort of content that you guys would like to hear. Part of me wants to really get into music itself. Of course the anchor app really only allows for the music that I stream to come from Apple Music or from Spotify. I will choose to use Spotify um, for my own reasons, but essentially there's no difference. 
Um, and there, there are some interesting areas of music that I'd like to go down with you in terms of exploring vocals, songwriting, arrangement, and what I consider to be great music. But I also, not for critique's sake, also want to look at what I consider to be really um, bad music arrangement, um, poor vocal performance, and downright um, uncreative music processes that, from songs that actually are doing quite well. And I'd like to understand with an audience why is it that certain songs do well and other songs don't? And we can sort of, sort of analyze the music side of things and the marketing campaigns that go with it, and perhaps even interview some of the people that uh, were making the music and um, actually uh, you know, marketing it. So if that's something that you think would be great, I need some feedback. Otherwise, we'll try some other ideas and stick to the stats and the data for the enthusiasts. The growth's been pretty cool, so yeah, let me know. This is Terry Marty on Age Music Digital. Peace. This is Terry Marty from Asian Music Digital. Continuing on the topic of usage of music on social media platforms like Facebook, I just want to have a sort of an open discussion with you guys. And I've had some comments in from some people in the industry as well as some uh, people outside of the industry. So Facebook is offering major record labels and music publishers hundreds of millions of dollars. So the users of its social network can legally use the songs and videos that they create and upload on Facebook. That was a statement that was given in Bloomberg, and that was back in September. So the posting and viewing of video on Facebook has exploded in recent years, and many of the videos feature music that Facebook doesn't have the rights to. Remember, the rights that you signed up for when you became a Facebook user in the terms and conditions stated that when you upload something you have the rights for it. So technically by uploading a piece of music, clicking the upload button and saying to Facebook yes I have the rights to putting that up is either the truth if you do own it but or an infringement if you don't. Then it's a matter of time of it being detected and then the original owner of the uh, music to then ask for it to be taken down. And that's what we're talking about people that are affected by either end of the spectrum. Either you're the creator of a video that's not using music that's yours, you haven't used royalty-free music, you're using music that is owned by somebody else and then distributing it for your own gains, or you are the creator of music and your music is being used for other people's uh, gains and you then detect it, would you see the benefit if that track's getting exposed to millions of people? They may even post a link to your iTunes or Spotify or Amazon um, and would you just want Facebook to allow that to go through now these are the sort of various outcomes now over the next couple of uh, minutes we'll be talking about that in more detail so for a while music uh, owners have been negotiating with Facebook for a solution and Facebook has promised to build it, uh, build a system to identify and tag music that infringes copyrights. It will probably be something similar to, to Google's algorithm for detecting music. Uh, an automated system that recognizes wave configuration and um, frequency and pulls up from a database um, the title uh, and either informs the creator or uh, works from a formula that's already pre-embedded to uh, to come up with a number of outcomes. Uh, one could be a takedown notice or a shutdown of the account for numerous accounts if various red flags have gone into it. Anyway, got a bit technical there. So, yeah, a setup will take as long as two years to complete. So Facebook is saying that 
we don't want people to be upset in the next two years while we figure this out. Remember, they're launching Watch, which is their new kind of Netflix equivalent. You know, they're going to pump billions into that area. Uh, the content market is growing massively. We've seen Netflix kill it. We're now moving down into you know, Amazon Prime, and there are a number of other companies moving into there. You know, YouTube's got their red platform. So this is definitely a growing trend amongst the giants. Um, but in the meantime, they don't want their users to be frustrated by taking down their videos um, and their partners, and by hosting infringing material, uh, upsetting advertisers, or legal headaches. So the latest discussions will ensure Facebook members can upload videos with songs um, for now. But what will happen in the coming months? That's what I'll keep you, you know, up to date with. Um, in the next segment, I'll go into some user feedback. As I mentioned, there's some people who I've been um, receiving comments from, as well as some feedback that I've gathered. And I just want to go through some case scenarios of what might be the outcome. So if you use Facebook um, in particular for promotion of your music or discover music through Facebook, or are an advertiser or run a business or just promote your content on Facebook, but use music at all, this is for you. Stay tuned, this is Asian Music Digital, your Anchor FM podcast, also available on iTunes and anywhere else where podcasts are available. Just look, search for Asian Music Digital. My host's name is Terry Mardi. That's T-E-R-R-Y-M-A-R-D-I. I'm the managing director and global founder of Asian Music Publishing, a global music publisher for independent music, originally from uh, music from Asia, but now with music genres in thousands of uh, places around the world. Good day, this is Terry Mardi, Asian Music Digital, and I'm continuing the conversation around digital usage of music on platforms such as Facebook. Now we know from my previous post that Facebook are taking the rights issue um, that has been brought up since September quite seriously, and they're really looking at compensating the, the music publishers in the same way Google, Google are. So if you're a record label owner and you discover that your track has been covered or a publisher who represents a client whose song's been covered by someone else and it's got two million hits on YouTube, you know that there's a compensation model for that. But with Facebook, that hasn't been resolved yet, although it's looming. However, there is a bit of a uh, dichotomy of um, conversation happening, and I just want to read you some of the comments that I've discovered. So, uh, Alvin says, if I were one of the major media companies, I would let sites like Facebook use it for free if they would run some scanning software that detects the use of copyrighted works I own and puts a button that people can click to buy the song from Amazon, iTunes um, and other marketplaces. Um, he thinks that, um, well obviously Alvin thinks that you know having a button there means it's good advertising just point them in the direction of where they can download tracks. Now personally I don't know if that would work because um, downloads are dying uh, and now we're moving into a streaming place but if you just streamed it on Facebook why on earth would you want to go and then stream it again on another platform? Perhaps it's, not, it's a bit clunky, not too seamless. Um, this comment says, as a regular human, all you can see is a business opportunity. Big corporations don't think like that. Uh, they think in terms of control. Well, I can see what, what he's saying there. I think if you're a company the size of Facebook, you need a one-size-fits-all solution. Otherwise, you, you'd be dealing with a lot of complaints and individual um, you know, tickets on your support uh, page. 
Another comment here, music labels don't want you to buy the song on Amazon or iTunes, they want you to pay $1 million for the rights to use your works. And uh, that's how they make their money. Okay, fair enough, that's your comment. Uh, how long will it be since someone writes a browser plugin or an app that allows you to capture that song for free? Well, I know Shazam's been embedded into uh, Snapchat, so I don't think it's going to take long at all for that to happen for a Facebook plugin. That's a great comment. Thanks so much for that. Um, okay, all physical items take time, material, skill, etc. Um, I don't know why he's talking about mugs and pens. Uh, but music, on the other hand, can be copied, copied for free. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm not sure what to make of that. But if you agree with that and you think that music should be free, that's an interesting debate that will open up. What do you think? You know, do message in and let me know. Do you think music should be free? What does that mean for the people that created it? The hours, months, years that they put into creating a body of work. Should they not be compensated? Um, how do we solve this problem with platforms like Facebook? Um, why do you feel entitled to distribute and share the revenue of a work that you had no part in creating? Well, that's the other side of the coin. That's another comment there. Um, there's probably some use where the creator of music used in the video should get all the revenue, especially if you've used the work to promote your product. Well, again, that could be a win-win scenario, and that's what currently happens. If you are a company that sells cups, for example, and you create a cup ad and you use a piece of music from Producer X, Producer X has nothing to do with your cups. It's not selling your cups. It's not going to profit from your cups. So why should they then give you your music for free? Why shouldn't you just pay for the use of that in the same way you paid for someone to shoot your video or you spent time shooting your video and effort? Why shouldn't the effort for the producer X be um, compensated? That's a traditional argument. That's an argument that a publisher like me would take. But I'm also open to seeing what you guys think. Um, nobody should be entitled to anything. If you're using someone's work, you should pay for it. Okay? Straightforward. But how is the question? How do you make it uh, commonplace and easy? Could cryptocurrencies be the solution here? Then we know that the microtransactions that are taking place in the Internet of Things could be a way that this money could be to be divvied up. And I'll be looking at that this year. Um, I'm going to, in the next few weeks, be announcing a way that if you are a producer that mashes up tracks um, and are using Western and Desi music to create your own remixes as a DJ, but you have not cleared your licenses, I have some good news for you, and I have some bad news for you, but I have mostly good news. So stay tuned, spread the word if you know someone who does this. Good day, this is Terry Mardi, and you're listening to Asian Music Digital. Uh, today, I'd like to just give you a little bit of advice. If you're a new artist to the scene, or perhaps you've been in it for a while, and you haven't yet learned about relationships in the business, the music business is a relationships business. It's not what you know necessarily, it's definitely who you know. And in fact, those artists that come into the scene and believe that they can be rude, obnoxious and offensive to people around them and think that that's a cool thing to do, I've got some news for you. You will fail. You will never succeed in this business if you are rude to people, if you don't value people's expertise, their advice, their times. People are in the music business because of passion. People in the music business love music. People that live in the music business for many, many years do so not for money, 
although they may make money from it, but they do it because of passion. Passion about what music can do for people, what it does for them, how it makes people feel. As someone once very wise said to me, is that music is made for the heart, by the heart, but it's not curing heart disease. So don't take it too seriously. I think that's great advice, and certainly in times that's always helped me. At the end of the day, you might not like everybody that you encounter in the music business, but that's no re reason for you to then compromise your character. Today you might be a complete douche to somebody. Tomorrow you may have to work with them. People in the industry often rely on artists to approach them. And the music industry also rely on artists for their bread and butter. They're the creators. But we both need each other. This harmony between creators and facilitators is the reason why the ecosystem can thrive. If this harmony doesn't exist, the whole thing collapses. There are some artists who are young or in the game that perhaps are in particular genres like hip-hop for example or the electronic dance music or maybe even rock that come with a certain attitude, an arrogance even. A misunderstanding can turn into a huge problem for that artist. So how we communicate with people becomes really paramount. Don't make the mistake of burning a bridge or biting the hand that today might not feed you but tomorrow might. There are so many people who last in the music industry, particularly veterans who have been in it for a while and aren't going anywhere. So burning a bridge with that person today thinking you can cut your ties and work with someone else might seem like a good idea, but the way you do it could result in perhaps your longevity being cut short if later down the line that person's moved into a position of power that then helps you. So it just makes sense not to cut any losses and not, not to cut any ties, I mean. So at the end of the day, be a nice person. It's a simple rule. Be clued up and take five minutes or an hour or a day just to consider what you might say to somebody if you had to communicate with them, even in a dispute. Being a nice person and being considerate of other people and not being a douche will go a long way in this music business. So I hope that everybody listening to this can rethink that the way they might approach a particular situation may be challenging. Maybe you are having a dispute with somebody. Maybe you want something to happen so desperately that it comes out all wrong. But that way it comes out could be so detrimental to the way that your future pans out in the industry. I hear it all the time. Careers ending because of bad attitude. Don't let that be you. You can get what you want and not be a sucker, but you don't have to be a douchebag.